Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, however you may be listening, wherever you may be listening. We're just happy you are indeed listening here. The only place you need to be for the next 45 minutes is indeed the Brilliant Um Show. Start your day off right, folks. We're going to start the year off the same way that we did 2020 is now going to go to 2021. That is starting every episode of the Brilliant Um Show with the very own, the young man himself, Jersey Jerry. Gerard Gilfone is going to kick things off for us here. Then it's me and you on the ones and twos, closing out with the Ask Bob segment. It is time. Let's start this thing off right for all of you followers out there that were with us last year. Welcome back. It's our year. For the new followers, welcome. It's our year as well. Let's bring him in hot now, the young fella, the Jersey native himself. That is Gerard Gilfone. Are you with us? Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Jerry, Jerry Diesel, Jerry, Jerry Diesel, to Jerry, Jerry Don, Jerry, Jerry Diesel. What do you got for us, Jerry? Happy New Year, baby. Hey, what's up, Bob? Happy New Year. Hey, you hear me all right? Yeah, I could hear you okay. You got the mic in and all of that set up now, Jerry? Yep, everything's good here. What are you wearing? You wearing a robe? Yeah, yeah, nice little robe, Bob. What kind of robe is it? You a robe guy, Jerry? I see you being a robe guy. There's certain people that are robe guys, certain people that aren't robe guys. I see you as a robe guy. You know, I was never really a robe guy, but I act. I think I turned into a robe guy after wearing one. It's really convenient. I mean, you hop out the shower, you just throw it on just like a towel. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you could, and you could kind of use it, you know, while you're still kind of drying off, gathering yourself a little bit. That's when you can use that robe. I just always felt like, you know, with the robe, you put it on, and then, uh, you know, a couple minutes later, you're too hot. You can't go under the covers with the robe, which is the problem I have with the robe. And then another issue I have with the robe in itself is I always find it tough to get that knot around it to where you know it's going to stick. I always kind of feel like it's coming down a little bit, you know? Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Ladies and gentlemen, some things just don't change here in 2021. Jersey Jerry's connection, his Wi-Fi is still dog shit. Yes, I said it, dog shit. Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? You hear me, Bob? Now we can hear you. He is back with us. There he is, (laughs) Jerry Don. We thought we lost him, but he is back. Gerard Gilfone, can you hear us? Yeah, it just had a little pop-up. Your internet connection is unstable. My internet connection is unstable. No, my, oh, my. oh, okay. Yeah, because I see you're going all red with the internet connection right now. Jerry, you know another thing that's unstable? You come playoff time, and we're going to get to our sponsor with the Bet MGM. What scares me with you in the playoffs, Jer, it is I worry with the way you react to Steeler games, okay? You just totally shut off. It's like everything in life just just stops for you. When the Steelers lose, we don't hear from you for weeks. I worry that if they lose the playoff game, you're just going to go. I mean, we're just, you're going to go AWOL. 
And not only that, I mean, we saw what happened when they lost to the Jaguars, the clip that went viral all over Barstool, and shame on them for not tagging you. Benny the Jet, our producer here on the Berlin Up Show, if you could please play that clip, and then we'll head back into Jersey Jerry. This is Jersey Jerry after the when, – when did the Steelers lose to the Jaguars? Was it four years ago? I think it was – I think it was three. Yeah, three or four. Three or four years ago, this is Jersey Jerry handling it like the class act that he is. Benny the Jet, if you could go ahead and play that clip. You're going to find me dead! I'm going to kill myself! I'm going to be hanging from the bathroom! Don't ask me to do nothing! This is nothing! I'm gonna kill myself! Now, you see, Jer? I, I mean, doesn't that give me reason to be concerned that, you know, this guy isn't gonna show up anymore? I mean, yeah. I mean, but when, you, when you're this much invested, how I'm invested, um... I can't really do much about it. Bob is just who I am, you know? Can we talk about the next thing that we were going to talk about, Jerry? Yeah, whatever you, know you what? want. I, I think it's best, no matter good or bad. I think a lot of this stuff, you know, we were talking on the phone because I spoke to you briefly about it. I like to kind of save it for the show. I mm-hmm. like people to, to to hear it out the same way that I'm hearing it out. So I like to save it for the show. You know where I'm going with this. I get a screenshot from my boss at Bro Bible. And it is a DM from Jersey Jerry saying that if if they didn't get Mike Tyson interview, Jerry has a big fascination with Mike Tyson. What Jerry told them, he DMs Bro Bible, and he says to them, he goes, if you don't get me to sit down with Mike Tyson, I'm going to quit. I don't understand the big deal. They're a big company, you know? Why not just call they, Mike? They, they could get Mike Tyson. Yeah, well, I mean... A cameo from him is probably about five hundred dollars. So what? What if they say, "Hey, Mike, listen, we'll give you two thousand. Jersey Jerry wants to sit down with you. What's the big deal there? I don't get well, it. What's the big deal? What would you ask Mike Tyson? I I would ask him a lot a lot of stuff. I I, I want to know Mike's secrets. Do you know what I mean? I I want to know what that type of lifestyle was. All all that money he had, having sexual intimate relationships with multiple and multiple women. How did he feel as a man? You know what I mean? Would you do, I mean, would you buy yourself a couple tigers and would you live this lavish lifestyle, maybe put on a Gucci robe instead of the one you got now? Would you Would you do all of that, Jerry Don? I think I would, Bob. I think I would. Jared, Jared now I, I don't, I don't want to hammer away at you too much here, but something that kind of just crossed my mind after we recorded our last podcast for the Patreon, which by the way, Jay, I gotta be honest with you. One of the favorite episodes I think that we've done us recounting the year, what a phenomenal year it's been. I thought it was absolutely just incredible. Something you said on that podcast that I didn't really, it didn't really process my mind that I kept talking. And then after the show, I rewatched it and couldn't believe that I didn't jump on it. Are, are you correct me if I'm wrong? You're five foot three, Jerry Diesel. Well, uh, I'm my light. Well, no, because my license says I'm five foot six. Well, yeah, NBA programs probably said Dikembe Mutombo was seven foot five, but in reality, he was seven foot three. 
you, you so are you what does the doctor tell you the license may say five foot five what does the doctor tell you you are well well the doctor he has told me that i am in fact five foot three but when people meet me i just you know if they ask i say five six because that's right. what my license says so you think that people should be going off the height in their license over what the doctor gives you I mean, if, yeah, if the motor vehicle says you're something, you know, I mean, why not? Now, Jared, did you growing up, did you take a lot of shit for that, Jared? Because the good thing is you got the confidence, you got the passion to where it kind of makes up for the five foot three. I also think that smaller guys like to get a much bigger build, like the Joe Rogan type thing, because it kind of leverages being small. And I respect the hell out of that, which is why I think you see a lot of those short rip guys. Did you take a lot of shit for being five foot three, Jerry Don? Well, I I wasn't really, when I was, when I was young, I was actually like in high school, I was kind of like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have a blue collar body yet. I just was kind of skinny. I was about like one, 150 155 around there now since then i mean i, I mean i think now i'm about about 180 185 on on a bad day but uh growing up i didn't have a lot of problems i think the problems came actually after high school when i started to referee a little bit <laughs> that's when the, that's when the problems actually started coming you know i never had a problem getting a prom date or anything like that what were you refereeing I was refereeing, you know, uh, high school basketball and, you know, it was, it was tough running up and down the court with those guys. I mean, there was times where I'd be calling fouls. I'd be teeing up people and these guys would turn around and they, and they couldn't even, they didn't know where the whistle was coming from. They couldn't even see me. So it got to the point where I was blowing the whistle three or four times trying to tee somebody up and they just, they just like, don't acknowledge me. Like I'm not even there. That's when the problems came in. So, so, so they didn't know where the whistle was coming from. They knew they were getting a foul called on it, but they just didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah, I mean that's one of the instances that I could think of that you know the the height the height was a problem. And did the height bother? I mean, with the ladies, how does that affect with the ladies? Because when you think, you know, usually guys have this thing where you where they want to be taller than the girl. Now, I do think there were some instances where a tall girl and smaller guy, they could really pull it off, especially like celebrities. There's somewhere you see one's taller and it's like, you know what? Somehow, some way this works. Did you have problems with the ladies in regards to your size, Jerry Don? I mean, not, not really because I never really was attracted to anybody that, that was really that much taller than me. I always tried to stay with a female that was, you know, five three and under you know what i mean well, jerry you don't really necessarily have your pick of the litter there i mean because there's not a lot of people in the world out there besides jockeys that are under five foot three yeah i mean but 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 you know you get you get t- times where you know you find a couple females that are you know four eleven five one and that's that's the type that i go for you know and did they ever bust your chops? Was there anybody that gave you kind of a couple rude slide comments that you could have done without? And how did you handle that, Jerry? Hopefully you handled that better than a Steelers loss. No, you know, Bob, I, I won't even approach a female, you know, that that's taller than me. I just don't oh, got it in me. Oh, that's terrible, Jerry. That shouldn't be the case. I know, but, you know, like, like who am I to go up to a, a girl that's five foot, 
you know, five, 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 six. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous, Jared. Look, nah, she I don't, don't want, want nothing to do with me. Yeah, she does when she figures out your Jersey Jerry. Let me tell you something, Jared. Jer- the Jersey Jerry name right now is a household name. Look, you got it behind your ear right now. I mean, Jer, yeah. I mean, th- th- look at it. Look at, let me tell you something. That, that ain't bad. There's no reason you can't approach him. You know, I really don't even like to talk about this stuff, Bob, you know, no, because, you know, I, I never thought I had a problem, but, you know, now, now it's getting to the point where I'm starting to think about it. And I think, you know, I think you might've been right. I think, I think my height maybe, you know, affected me in a lot of situations, but I, you know, I don't want to really, you know, get, you know, get there, you know, Bob, you know what I'm trying to say? You know, I'm trying to switch topics, right? <laughs> I know, but Jerry, I think you got to give yourself a little more credit. I think it's kind of crazy for you to say you shouldn't approach a girl. Now, will the girl reject you? Possibly, possibly. But it doesn't mean you just don't approach her because she's taller than you. Well, Bob, let again, me ask you something. You, do, do you ever make the first move? Say you're at a bar. Say you don't have no girlfriend or nothing like that in the past. You're at a bar and you see a girl you like. You know, what do you do? Like, I never even thought about that stuff. Well, no like, question about it. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not so good, some guru out here by any means, but no, I would absolutely approach him. And the reason that I do approach him, the bottom line, when push comes to shove, nobody cares. I mean, say she rejects you. She's going to have five to ten other situations like that throughout the night to where you take the blows. I mean, she's not thinking weeks from now, how about that guy that tried to No. So you, you 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 take a couple stabs at it. Now, look, if I was 5'3", I don't think I would take as many stabs at it, but it's ridiculous for you to say that you wouldn't at least approach him. And by the way, I'll say time and time again, Jersey Jerry is a household name. When you go to the strip club, do you not approach a stripper because they're above five foot three, or is that a different ball game? That's a that see that that's a totally different ball game yeah. because the ones I go to, especially they already know me. I'm already comfortable there. You know what, what do you I mean? mean? They already know you. How many times you go to the strip club? Well, like I before COVID, I mean, I was going maybe three, four times a week. Jesus, that is ludicrous, Jerry Don. What, yeah, what, but see, you- I, I don't, I'm not like these guys, Bob. You know, these guys, they go there, they think they're going home with these girls. Yeah, it don't work like that. I figured that. that out after my first strip club experience. I seen this girl. And I might have said it on the podcast before. There was a girl who I let go away. Her name was Lauda. <laughs> Lauda's bet. We remember Lauda's what caused you to present bet on that Brazilian UFC fighter just because she was Brazilian and she won. Go ahead, Jer. So, so you know, she was one of the best strippers I ever came in contact with. It was to the point where there was no, she wouldn't accept any money from me. So it got to the point where I would walk in, she would come come next to me, sit on my lap, I'd buy her a drink, and then the next thing is, you know, hey, Poppy, you want to go in the back for a dance? Never charged me for a dance. Not Never. once. Not once charged you for a dance. Bobby, I swear to God, there was this one night, I was in the back room, I'd say for about 30 to 40 minutes, getting a lap dance from Lauda. At the end of it, you know, I was expecting, this was one of the first times, I was expecting to get hit, I don't know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. I went in my pocket. I got my cash out. I said, how much? She said, Yeti, your money's no good with me. Oh, she couldn't, she would say Yeti? Yeah. <laughs> and that's when, I, that's when I started realizing, you know, 
if you go to a strip club and you're not a jerk off and you don't got intentions to take these girls home, if you're just a nice guy trying to watch a UFC fight and just relax and buy them a drink or two, they respect that, bomb. Now, question for you. If you're going to this strip club three, four times a week, you got this thing going with Lauda to where now Lauda's not even charging you. Do you think Lauda gets upset if you then approach another stripper? So that actually happened, believe it or not. To where you approach another stripper and now Lauda's upset? No, see, see, that's what I was, that's what I was hoping for. That's what I thought was going to happen. She paid it no mind, like I was a nobody. And did that bother you that you wish that she was kind of a little bit jealous? Yeah, yeah. I, I got to say I did. I did get a, get a little upset there. But you can't get upset. I mean, you got to respect the profession, no, Jerry? I respect it. Let's listen, I respect it. I understand the game. I understand the hustle. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to let some certain people get away from you. And that's one, you know, that, you know, I saw us going places, but... That one got away. So it, it it started and stopped in the back room at the strip club. You never went for a bowl of ramen with her or nothing like that? No, we had plans one night, you know, to go get dinner at a, at a, at a steakhouse. But, you know, that fell through um, for one reason or another. But, you know, have you you go have you ever been, Bob? Have you been to a strip course. club? Yeah, of course. Of course, I've been to a strip club. You know, the thing that I have with the strip club, it's kind of like walking into a car dealership. From the minute you get into the doors, you know those people are there to rip you off. You know, what's the most amount of money I could get from this guy? They originally say $25 for a lap dance. It's never $25. You could always talk them down to $20. It's just the whole game. And to be quite frank with you, Jer, every time I walk out, I'm blue-balled. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I just don't like being blue balled. You, you, you know what I mean? I don't like spending a hundred, two hundred dollars to be blue balled. And if yeah. my girlfriend's listening to this now, I do got to say that uh, strip clubs are no longer in the interest <laughs> here of Big Game Bob whatsoever. Don't like being blue balled. And I don't think that I'll ever put myself in that situation again. But I, not nuts about them. I do. Would you ever go if we ever met up? Would you ever go to a strip club with Jersey? It'd be hard to turn down uh, uh, th- that type of experience with Jerry Don just to see kind of how you maneuver. And, yeah. and to be quite frank with you, Jerry, I think going anywhere with you, it would be an experience. So there's not a whole lot of things that I would say no to in experiencing <laughs> with the one and only Jerry Don. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. I mean, everything. It's like, fuck, if I miss out on, you know, doing something like that, going to strip club with Jersey Jerry, how many times do you get that? that chance you know what i mean and that's with anything going to dinner with jersey jerry all of that good stuff you know what i mean i tell you what bomb i am very 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 smooth whoa jerry jerry (laughs) you're creeping me out here jerry take it easy over there would you i kind of wish your wi-fi went down again I said i am very 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 smooth i got this move i learned right what do you do I get the dollar, right? <laughs> so I get the dollar. And, and, I, and you know, if, she, if her back is turned to me and she's twerking in front of me, right, then I got this move where, you know, I get, I get a dollar. I lift up the G-string. I put a dollar there. I lift up the left hip, put a dollar there. The right <laughs> hip, I put a dollar there. And the last one, I go right in the middle, Bob. And I put that dollar and I do a little poke right in. <laughs> they love it. 
<laughs> yeah. See, the only thing for me, like if I were, when I give a dollar or so, I want them to see that I'm throwing that dollar. A lot of times you're throwing the dollar. They don't see you throw, you know, I'm looking at some of these suckers to where they're throwing the dollar and they don't see you throw the dollar. They're not even looking at Not you. even looking. I think that's a wasted dollar. It is a wasted dollar. Yeah. And the dollar could go a long way. I mean, you oh. got to be careful. Maybe this is the Jew in me, but you got to be careful when you throw your dollars. Exactly. You don't want to you know throw away dollars that nobody saw. Exactly. No, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. And listen, I got a buddy, Nicky numbers who, who could attest to this. When the strippers make that move where they pull that, pull that, that G string out and they want you to throw the dollar and get it inside. I'm undefeated. <laughs> 13 for 13. I never missed. Nah, Jeff, because you know what? If you have it flat, you have the same control as like a paper airplane. How do you control that thing? You got no control. I crumple that dollar up real, 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 real small. And then I, I hit him with that. I, 13 for 13. Never yeah, missed. She probably thinks you're throwing spitballs at her instead of an actual dollar. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jerry, you're creeping me out now. Okay, now let's go. The reason that you're here right now, this is the Jersey Jerry starter segment here, is because we got $10,000 to hit. Through our sponsor with BetMGM, what they told us is that they're going to start us off with $1,000. What we got to do is get to $10,000 in order to – did you got the hiccups, Jer? Was that a burp? What a little was hiccup. A little hiccup. Through our bet with BetMGM, they start – Jesus, dude. Sorry. <laughs> Through our bet with BetMGM, they started us off with $1,000. He started us off with a thousand dollars in in order to get to <laughs> come on, Jer. I stopped that couple. All right, all right, all right. They started us off with a thousand dollars to get to you gotta see Jersey Jerry trying to not hiccup right now. A thousand dollars to get to ten thousand dollars. What we did, Jer, we gathered that up. We've been scratching and clawing, a little bit of a roller coaster, but we're here. We just hit our last two bets. You hit the parlay, a two-team parlay. For $1,076, you love the betting, either the Bucks, Bucks over. You love betting Bucks game, capitalized. You took the Bucks money line, you took the Bucks over. Big game Bob backed down and said, you know what? I love the Ravens. I think they're the hottest team in football right now. I think Lamar Jackson's one of the hottest quarterbacks in football right now. Give me the Ravens at minus 10 for 300. Bang, bang. Sure he did. Sure he did. We won 1376. That puts us at a grand total of $5,063. Before we get our picks, Jerry Diesel, if you could tell us, tell the folks of the Burnley Dumb Show, who are we sponsored by? Be enthusiastic. Fantastic, Jer. Let them know your time to shine. Go get them, big fella. Football is back at BetMGM Sports. You are? Are you ready for for daily odds boost? <laughs> Start it again. Start it again. Start it again. Give me passion, Jerry. Be excited. Wake your mom up. Football is back at BetMGM Sportsbook. Are you ready for some parlays? All you got to do is use bonus code. Bro Bible 100, and you get your matches, your deposits, you get those back, and you 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 get you get everything back. And if you got a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. Couldn't have said it better myself, Jerry Diesel. And Jerry Diesel, may we ask here, 
Do you have a gambling problem? I, in fact, do not have a gambling problem. Then I want you to wound it up right now. The hottest gambler on the planet right now is indeed a young man by the name of Gerard Guy Gilfone, the true triple G. Jerry, look in that camera. Tell the folks, who are they smashing this weekend? This is what you're going to smash this week. And, and you're not going to just bet light here. You're, you're going to crumple this. Oh, boy. I, I mean, you're going you're gonna to really, really lay down and crumple this. And here's why. And this, what I'm about to say, this is out of respect, no disrespect, okay? There's a guy in the NFL who plays quarterback right now that, in fact, has zero mobility. He cannot move. He has braces on his leg. He goes by the name of Alex Smith. Now, with Alex Smith, you're getting you're you're getting not a mobile quarterback. You're getting an inaccurate passer, and you're getting a guy if he gets touched on his leg, he's going right down. So this week I want to stay far, far, far away from this guy because he cannot move. So what I want to do here is this. This game is one of the easiest under bets I've ever seen in my life. Love a good under. Bobby Unders loves a good under. We're going to go with an under here. I think the under right now over under in the Bucks washington game is at 46. There is no way in hell that Alex Smith can move. Let's just call a spade a spade here. He's immobile. He has braces on his leg. If he gets touched, he's going right down. And like I said, this this is out of respect, no disrespect. And another thing that's out of respect is Tom Brady is back. And Tom Brady will win this game, but we're not touching that. What I want to do is I just want to smash that under because the Bucks been putting up a lot of points lately. They're going to go up against a good D-line. Alex Smith is going to have no idea what to do come Saturday, and he just he just can't move. Let's face the facts. What are we working with here, Jer? How much are we putting down on this? I want to put 550. Oh, whoa. Oh. Jerry Don is going to be risking 550. Yes, we said it, 550 to win $500 on that under. He's been smashing a lot of overs. Now he wants to go under. Jerry Don moves the lines, plain and simple. You saw him do it with the L.A. Sparks game early out in the gate here at the Burnley Dumb Show. He's going to do it again now. Folks, hop in on that under, which we currently have at 46. I'm going to double down here with you, Jerry Don. I'm going to do that same bet Risking 550 to win 500 on a guy that I think has worked his way into a top five quarterback in the NFL. I got him at number five right now. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are hot. They are steamrolling. This is a good football team. They are home in Buffalo. Vegas continues continues to love the Indianapolis Colts and only made the Colts six and a half point underdogs. Go ahead and give me the bills by touchdown risking 550 to win 500. Jerry Dunn, we're going to keep the show moving on here. In the meantime, 
See you in the funny papers, Bob. See you in the funny papers, Jerry Diesel. There you have it, the hottest man in sports gambling right now. We keep the show moving on. I'll tell you, folks, you, you know what just boggles my mind? That I just can't seem to figure out. You ever walk into a Starbucks? Answer to that is yes, we've all walked into a Starbucks, some of us seven times a day. My dad's got Starbucks. He's got the app. He doesn't let it hit anything under 150. If his Starbucks balance goes to under 150, he panics as if he's going to walk into the store at 149 and not have enough in his balance. We've all been to Starbucks. These Starbucks employees can be the nicest employees you've ever met. I do like Starbucks employees. There's employees that I'm not fond of certain chains, but the Starbucks chains, always good employees. Chick-fil-A employees, always good employees. But something about these places, Targets, Walmarts, everything out there, they don't like you using their bathroom. They get very upset when you ask to use their bathroom. And I never really understood why. There's nothing special about these bathrooms. Most of the time, there's just shit everywhere. But what they do is, first off, they give you that little eye roll to where you know they're kind of annoyed that you just asked to go to the bathroom. Some of the places will even make you buy a product. My dumbass, I was in CVS the other day. They made me do it. Instead of just buying a stick of gum, I bought shampoo conditioner. By no means was I in the market for conditioner. I threw it out. Like $7.99 when I could have easily just bought a slice of juicy fruit for 49 cents. But what they do is they almost shame you. They're afraid that you're going to steal their bathroom key. So what they do is they give you an object connected to the bathroom key. But the object that they give you to signify that that's the bathroom key is never a small object. It's always something obnoxious like a fucking 50 by 50 clipboard. They don't even make clipboards this big for the ones that they're giving you. But somehow Starbucks found a gigantic 50 by 50 clipboard to attach to their bathroom key. And then I'm in the bathroom and I take my clipboard key to the bathroom. There's no place to put the clipboard. There is not a clipboard holder in the bathroom. So I end up just holding on to this clipboard and I'm taking a piss and I'm trying to time my piss up with the clipboard. So I'll sprinkle some right before the clipboard goes in front of my penis and then lets it keep flowing. And you got to keep timing throughout your piss so that you don't hit P and the clipboard there. It's like if somebody runs away with the bathroom key, do they tell police to look out for the clipboard? I've been to a Rite Aid where they give you a whiteboard. I don't know if anybody's seen a whiteboard or has been to elementary school. These things are fucking big. I could run a Lakers halftime huddle and give them a whole new playbook with the size of this whiteboard that they're giving you. They don't want you going in the bathrooms. Especially Starbucks. Starbucks will let you use the living shit out of their Wi-Fi. Starbucks says, we want you to come into our establishment, 
sit down for eight hours and just hammer away at your keyboard till that thing shatters and just crush coffees. But we don't want you to use the bathroom. And they kind of come hand in hand. It would be like a Lamborghini dealer giving you a Lamborghini and say, oh, by the way, thanks for the purchase for five mil, but don't speed. Here's your Lamborghini, but don't go over the speed limit. If you're drinking coffee, you're going to piss. You're going to shit. Let's not get upset with the man who's crushed eight coffees and now wants to take a piss. And if they don't have a clipboard handy or a whiteboard handy, what they do is they give you a code but they give you the code really quick and they try not to let anybody hear it. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, it's going to be 847-586-68477. Go. You go over there and you kind of forget what the hell they just said. You're sitting there just trying to punch in these numbers. I come back five times. What did you say again? Yeah, it's going to be 8466-876658. Go ahead. Okay, I got the 8466687. Then you lost me after that additional five. 8466975666. Go, go, go. But they got no problem giving you the wife. Let me tell you something. If you can get into a Starbucks bathroom, you could most likely steal the Declaration of Independence. I would say your odds are pretty good with the way they got these things booby trapped. They do not want you getting in the bathroom. They don't. And let's head over to a CVS. An issue I have with the CVS, not only the fact that they don't want you in the bathroom, you ever notice the ridiculous things that they lock up, the items that you have to call an attendee over? It's the most ridiculous items of all time. The razors, the Gillette razors. Now you'll run into six CVS employees minimum when you don't need them. The times that the CVS, the Target, all of those employees come to you are when you least need them. But when you need them, register's packed. They're calling for help. There is nobody in the aisles, none whatsoever. And now you got to take them out of their day to come pop open a couple razors. I've seen them lock up lotion. I've waited for 20 minutes for someone to come unlock the lotion. What is so special about this lotion? They don't want you touching it. Yet the 500 milliliter bottles of Grey Goose, by all means, take it as you please. Even stuff it if you jacket if you'd like to. But just don't you dare touch that lotion. It's like they lock up all the wrong things. I never understood it. Folks, if you could finesse your way into a Starbucks bathroom without any problems, you could do just about anything in life. Any who... Folks, here on The Brilliant Dumb Show, we are moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time. What time is that, you ask? It is time for everybody's favorite segment. It's the Ask Bob segment, week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. I tell you fine folks, file on in your questions to be featured for the Ask Bob segment. Lately, it almost seems like the Ask Bob segment has kind of turned into just a top five segment, which, by the way, I got no issue with. We have some questions. We get the top five questions. I love doing the top fives. When I see them, I usually put them on, especially when you put out a phenomenal top five, the way that a young man by the name of Timmy Clemens from Lafayette, Louisiana, fired into me. Bob, Tim Clemens here. 
just wanted to know top five most underrated things in the United States right now. Phenomenal question. Love a good top five. That's going to make me think that's going to get the juices flowing. I was scratching this one out, putting something in just a real good top five through and through. Let's do this dance. Shall we, you know, the drill by now, folks, we go to five to one, one, of course, being the highest, the best, the top, the cream of the crop, top five, most underrated things in the United States of America at five, bear with me here, I'll have an explanation, is the cleaning lady. Yes, I said it, the cleaning lady. There's something about having a a special bond with your cleaning lady. Now, I know everybody can't afford a cleaning lady once a week. I can't either, which is why it's something you do once a month. Use it sell use it seldomly every so often. Drop the eighty to a hundred dollars on a cleaning lady. The 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 spots and the and the places that these ladies can clean would absolutely blow you away. You could clean your own apartment. You could clean your own home. You will never reach the spots that a cleaning lady can. That's an absolute fact. No matter how hard you scrub, where you look, you'll never hit the spots the way the cleaning lady does. My cleaning lady's phenomenal. I see her once every month. And what I like what she does is by the time I come back home where it's all done, I fully trust her. I leave the house. I come back. By the time I go back home, it's nice to see where she thinks that things should be set. You know what I mean? Like she likes to stack my shoes a bit in the front of the house. Never would have thought to do that. Create so much range within the living room. It's like if this was her apartment, this is the way she would go about things organization-wise. And I love seeing that out of her. Got to get yourself a cleaning lady. Not many people do it often. Number four, really doing a bit of a 180 here. I got cash shoes. We're kind of jumping all over the place. I just find cash shoes to be a very underrated snack. If you go to the grocery store, what you'll notice is the cashews are in a very competitive aisle. People love the chips aisle, the salsa aisle. That's the fun stuff right there. No doubt about it. The gold fish, the cookies. That's the fun aisle. And I just think cashews tend to get a little bit lost in that aisle, kind of pushed to the back and a little underwhelming when you see all these chips and fun stuff. I think the cashew is a very underrated snack. Always got to get the, get them salted. No question about it. By the way, phenomenal golf course snack. No doubt about it through and through. Number three, I got slippers. I think slippers are kind of going away in America. You don't see slippers as much as you would, say, 10 years ago. And I don't know why they're going away. You could take out the trash in slippers. You could start your day in slippers. You could use, if it's a laundry day, you could use slippers in excuse for socks. You don't got to wear socks when you have slippers on. Love what the slippers can do. Very versatile item that tends to be going away. Bring it back. Bring it back immediately. Number two, for you football fans out there, Scott Hansen. NFL Red Zone, number two. Yes, I said it. I stand by it. Scott Hansen, week in, week out, totally, totally makes your Sundays, your NFL Sundays, that much better. Scott Hansen has come along and totally enhanced 
NFL Sunday ticket. For those of you that don't know, he is the host of NFL Red Zone, and he takes you from game to game, place to place. He tells you who's in the red zone. He switches games accordingly. I think Scott Hansen has done a phenomenal job. Anybody that can improve my football Sunday in my book is an instant legend. I think Scott Hansen's been phenomenal, and we just expect him to be phenomenal week in, week out, that we just totally kind of forget about him because we expect greatness out of him. Jordan goes in a regular season game against the Knicks and drops 45 points. That's to be expected. Scott Hansen does a week in, week out. Number one, I stand by this item. I'll always stand by this item. Folks, if you are living in a household right now, that does not have an air fryer, shame on you. You would be amazed at what these things can do. A 25-minute frozen pizza is no longer a 25-minute frozen pizza. It's a five-minute frozen pizza. You don't got to preheat it. You throw that sucker in. It does anything and everything. It can make Brussels sprouts taste like filet mignon where Brussels sprouts just melt in your mouth from time to time. The air fryers do things that you just wouldn't believe. It's an absolutely phenomenal product. Folks, you're going to see air fryers skyrocket here in 2021. They already made a big splash in 2020. I'm predicting a bigger splash in 2021. Take that, Gary Vaynerchuk. Folks, that is all here. On the Burnley Dumb Show, we appreciate every one of you. We love doing this week in, week out. We will see you Wednesday for you Patreon members for the live happy hour. If you're not on board yet, get on board. They're an absolute blast week in, week out. Come get blasted with us. Come get drunk with us. And then Friday, we see you for the Patreon episode. That does it here from the Burnley Dumb Show. We will see you next time. Happy 2021, folks. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy, can I bother you for a second?